0: Hey guys, welcome to Front Seat Gamer. For our 100th episode, we are doing something a little special. We're going to air our never-before-heard uh, pilot episode made like four years ago?
1: Yeah, four years ago. I think it was made in like January or February 2015.
0: It might have even been like December 2014 well, maybe. or something. But it, was, it yeah. was long enough ago, and it's bad enough, that um, <laughs> I, I'm going to apologize now.
1: Sorry. It's way better than I re- remembered. Oh, that
0: well, okay, that's um, I, I listened to it's it a not a very too long low go. bar. Yeah. <laughs> so so enjoy uh this thing for what it is and thank you for listening to this podcast. Thanks. Bye. Here we go.
2: Alright, how how would you introduce a, uh, an episode?
0: Well, I there's no
2: name. Mm-hmm. So, name. well, it's video games dummy. <laughs> I think that's what we've decided with. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm going with pre-alpha. <laughs>
2: For now, pre pre-off is pre-off like office is cool. Yeah, all yeah. right. We can but always. But actually, like, do you need to introduce it with a name? I would say. Could you be like, "Hey, it's Nick," and then, I yeah. mean, we do we do
1: need to put it up, on iTunes with a name. <laughs> but we don't need to decide that right no. now. I mean, yeah, I suppose we don't need to decide that right now. So you can just say, "Hey, this is a podcast." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> yes. It <laughs> works. It's it's a podcast. All right,
0: um, so I'll start us off
1: and then we'll each introduce ourselves and um, have uh, have you got the, the doc up with like
2: Because no. there was
1: some some minor structure with it oh yeah so i thought
2: we could start it off with a bit of an introduction
1: oh yeah That's sort of like yeah. what
2: you want to do just now <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. tell me more and we could just talk about how we got into the industry okay like yep. a couple words
1: Sure. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to go around and like, yeah, introduce yourself and say what you do in the game? Damn it,
2: we're we're now repeating ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Do we want to just start recording again yeah. than No, having...
2: we can always yeah, cut it out. We, we you could take a mental break. You could restart it. it just seems like we, we can put an audio cue oh. here. Like I don't a... know how big your heart <laughs> <does> is. <this. laughs> like, <cut>. Start again.
0: <laughs> oh, I need one of those clappers. Also, um, a camera so that you can see me clapping. It
1: otherwise you missed the point. Um, we we do see you clapping though. So, I've got got questions there when you guys want them. Um, okay. So, let's introduce this bastard.
0: Shut up, everyone. (laughs) Hi, uh, and welcome to a podcast. Uh, As of right now, we don't have a name for it. Uh, I'm Nick, by the way. Uh, I work at Grinding Gear Games. I'm one of the game designers. Uh, I got into it... Originally, I was doing uh, game reviews, and... Uh, through a, a weird series of connections, met the founders of Grinding Gear, uh, and then asked them for a job. Like four years later, um, it's it's pretty good. Uh, with me, you didn't want to seem too eager. Yeah, I only begged a little bit. I was. <laughs> I only spent like you know. Ne- never mind. Go.
1: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm I'm Blake. I am the environment artist at Grinding Gear Games. Um, I got into the industry because. I like games really, and I like three D art. Um, yeah. Nice. All yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm Sven. I'm a three D artist at Grinding Gear Games. Uh, I guess I got into it just after watching and playing, like watching movies and playing video games as well. Yeah, nothing too interesting.
0: Were there any movies in particular that inspired you? Toy
2: Story was pretty good. Toy Story. Like it. Uh, all the Pixar movies were really inspiring. I guess special effects, at that time there was like Jurassic Park coming, coming up. and You kind of just saw like the early stages of 3D, sort of like... And well, how, particularly in, in Jurassic Park, you uh-huh. know, how, how it was just like everything kind of took that shift towards wow. CG.
1: Jurassic Park was uh, your inspiration for most of your life. Actu- right?
2: no, 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 not really. Um, what really got me into it was um, after like my brother came back from uni. And he'd been playing around with 3ds max oh and he showed me these images and i was like holy shit, you made these and it was like a metroplex model like a a transformers metroplex and i was like holy shit!" like could you move that and he was like (laughs) yeah man you you can like animate and do everything but in in this program and i was like i guess that's what
1: i'm doing (laughs) oh man I i had a um my science teacher in high school i guess sort of got me into 3d which is weird because he was just like a science teacher. He he was a 3D artist who then decided to become a science teacher. Shit. <laughs> and he, he gave me, he was into like uh, 3D Max and he had done like ads for telecom and stuff, I think. And he like gave me a copy and I just did a bunch of tutorials and was like, shit, I can't believe people like make this. I thought like it was made by robots or something. Wow. What what version was it back then? It was, oh, it actually wasn't 3D Max. It was... A, weird skew of it called Gmax, and it had no renderer <laughs> so when i when i um screen grabs yeah right in the view yeah it seriously was screen grabs yeah um and he he taught me a little bit of photoshop um up until then i was like i don't need to use photoshop i can do anything msn paint yeah and that's and that's what i was doing i was like um screen printing and putting into msn paint for my like my design project I was doing in high school. Yeah. And nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, that's still what it is. <laughs> You're still
0: using MS Paint for everything you do, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> have you seen the new MS Paint? Oh, it's pretty good now, isn't it? Yeah. They're getting, they're getting yeah. some features. Uh, I got a, a Microsoft Surface recently, and they've got this neat little paint program. I don't know. What, I think it's just called Paint. Surface paint? Surface paint? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't use one of those. Okay. It might... It, well, I don't know. It might be on your computer because you've got the thing. Anyway, it's really... It's real fancy. You can do, like, all the paint stuff. Like, it, it simulates Wait. real paint. It smears and Whoa, stuff. See. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really neat. Shit, that actually does it. It's, it's like really neat. <laughs> <laughs> it's got... So, with the touchscreen, you use a little stylus thing and, oh. and smear stuff around. Um, I have no idea how to make anything pretty with it, but it's... It, I can doodle. So, it's pretty cool. Um, so... We posted on our forums, uh, for in the off-topic forums, because technically, not a grinding gear operation here, guys. Um, uh, if you guys had any questions you wanted us to answer, and we got uh, we got a bunch of good questions, actually. So, uh, let's lead
1: off. Um, you might have to help me with usernames, because I'm okay. useless. Um, but, uh...
2: I've actually got a, a couple questions from a good mate of mine. Okay, we'll go if with that first. If I can run some of yeah, them yeah. by you. And this first one's very console-centric. I think like, what I thought we could do with the podcast is mainly talk about video game-related stuff from a dev point of view, which is kind of what I'm pushing for, and I hope you guys are agreeing with me. <laughs> hope, hope you listeners
0: are interested in that, right? I, no, no, I'm, I'm
2: looking at you guys. <laughs>
0: Um, I, well, I'm bored already. No. <laughs> um,
2: um, go, so so go this ahead. first question um, is: Do you think next-gen consoles are underpowered? It's from my Ooh. good good buddy Andrew. They're
1: under. They're, they're more underpowered than my computer. Mm. <laughs> but I did spend like over two grand on new yep. computer. Fair. How old is grand. your computer? My, my computer. Yeah. When like, did you get it? Two months ago. Oh, well, that's probably, yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be why. Yeah. Um, but
2: there's so. also that um, point of view where, like, people aren't really making games for your computer. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure everyone's targeting consoles, and if they can, they'll make a PC with, like, mm. higher resolution, better frame rate, more textures.
0: So there is this weird thing with consoles. Um, I mean, if you look at early Xbox 360 games... I mean, back then they were still kind of mind blowing because at that stage, only crazy high end computers were, were doing that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, when you compare an early Xbox three hundred and sixty game to uh, like the the last Call of Duty that came out on Xbox three hundred and sixty, mm. the difference is incredible, right? Like the the amount of power that you can squeeze out of those things is is amazing as they optimize their tools and stuff, um, and so. Right now, the hardware is definitely not super impressive. Although they do have some interesting features and they have some interesting, like, all the social media stuff has some interesting uh, possibilities and as much as the Kinect is maligned, uh, I think it's kind of a cool piece of hardware. Uh, But as far as the actual hardware under the hood is concerned, uh, it doesn't really matter that much uh, to a point. Especially this early on, because they're not, they're not really getting uh, everything they can out of that hardware. Um, I think that, like, two years from now, you'll look at the launch titles for the Xbox One and go, Pfft, ugh. but now they're great. This is so cool. Um, although I could be wrong. It could, no, I, it could, I, I um, agree with you. could still be terrible.
2: I, I definitely think the um, these current-gen consoles are going to follow the exact same curve. They, they, they're going to set the pace for video games. Like, you, you don't see... Are there many video game studios you guys know of that are developing just for the PC? I guess Star Citizen would mm. be one. Yeah, Star Citizen and... Or even... Um, Lizard.
1: Yeah, but they're not really <laughs> pushing it. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> I guess they're killing it in the cinematics. <laughs> um, who is it? FRAXIS? They do the uh, Civilization. Yeah, Sid Meier's. But I mean, they do have console code. versions mm-hmm. that they actually did take yeah. ideas from and put into...
0: They did do that Civ console game. Like yeah, the name of it. which
1: I've
2: totally
0: forgotten. It's Revolutions, I think? Yeah, yeah, that one.
2: But but um, I think, like, right now, like, the console is sort of the pace car, and that will lead the charge with, like, all development right yeah. now. It's, video games.
1: it's also, like, the, I mean, the console is just convenience because you just plug it in and it works. Mm-hmm. You don't have to download drivers. You don't have mm-hmm. to, like, make sure shit's updated. You know, you don't have to worry about... Hardware yep. conflicts and all that sort of stuff. It just, you know, it, it just works. It's also usually a
0: lot cheaper. Like, yeah. you, oh, yeah. sp- like you said, you spent $2,000 on, yeah. on your PC. <laughs> yeah. On your if tower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, I mean, a console is, what, like 800 bucks in this mm. year? That's 600 um, 600 And then even cheaper in the U.S. Yeah. So uh, you really are, you're getting what you pay for. Uh, and, I mean, yeah. you're probably getting more than what you pay for with the consoles because yeah. a lot of their money comes from the sale of the games. So. Mm. Well, they also have... You I are mean, but... you are comparing, like, high-end PC graphics mm. to mid-range
1: yeah. hardware I mean, for a their, good their hardware, price. Their hardware was not, like, crazy impressive mm. when they came out with it. Um, but I wonder, like, which is it's fine because otherwise every console will be worth, like, grand or something you know right but I wonder how long do you guys think this console generation is gonna last because the last one was like, what it's been like 10 years or something yeah or there seriously long yeah how how long do you guys it reckon? seems like it's
2: growing Like yeah. if you were just to have a look at like past consoles
1: and just it, we're looking at a what 15 I, I think year. It's like
2: I think it's like six years from like PlayStation 1 to 2 right wasn't like 8 from 2 to 3 10 it, yeah there were four
1: maybe yeah
0: on the other hand, graphics and, and like, input devices
1: are advancing way more rapidly than they were previously, But right? also, also, do you think graphics is sort of, like, um, topped out a little bit? What do you mean? Like, things look really, really good, even on a 360. Oh, well, yeah, even on, like, a 360, things look, like, pretty decent. No, man, they go. No? Straight <laughs> up, no? No,
2: because, like, the 360 was putting out, like, 720... You know, uh, yeah. it, it, it's resolution sucked yeah. off the bat. So it's like, you know, with 4K coming around the corner, could you imagine blowing <laughs> that up? Like, it yeah, right. not, it's not a thing. Especially when you have, like, you know, Morpheus and, like, Oculus oh, coming out. Yeah. Dude, like... What's Morpheus? You, Sorry. It's it's, it's, um, it's Sony's headset. Yeah, it's so a Sony headset. But, like, uh, as soon as you put, like, uh, stereoscopic lenses in a video game, yep. like, and having a render double at, like, a shitty yeah, resolution... Fair enough. It's gonna kill them. So hardware yeah. is not there. It's, like it's not capable.
0: On the other hand, like when the screen is that small, when it's when it's directly over your eyes, mm-hmm. the resolution is not gonna be high, right?
2: Oh yeah. So. Well, I, I, I think I think that tech will also evolve as well. Do we, Do we, do you have you used an Oculus?
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of. I mean, it's cool tech,
1: but man. You can see the pixels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every every iteration, they've been making it better. Sure. You know, and better. also, It'd like, be. from what I understand is... Because if you're like me, you've only used them at, like, shows, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently there's, like, lenses you get that you can actually adjust specifically for your eyes huh. to get the best quality for your eyesight.
0: I, I, at a company I previously worked at, they had one, and I messed around with it a little bit. Um... I don't know about the lens thing. Yeah. Uh, but you, it, it definitely was not virtual reality. It was definitely like, oh, there's screens directly in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah. It... Um, that said, yeah. I like the motion detection stuff, and I like um, the potential, mm. uh, and I foresee myself walking into many a wall with one on my face in the future.
2: Man, like, like <laughs> when I used it, I remember, you know, we we went to that um what was it digital called digital nations yeah yeah and like putting one of those on and being in that roller coaster sim yeah like i could actually feel my body shifting yeah like like i got in, problems ago like yeah, just yeah. like seeing that top of the roller coaster coming and you're like holy shit i'm bracing <laughs> myself for this and then like leaning forward yeah. then leaning back like accordingly mm. and it was just like yeah it mm. was just the lenses you totally, you're
1: totally it, it yeah, I was surprised that I actually got like vertigo. Like, you get to the top of that roller coaster and you're looking down. and You're
2: like, oh my god. Yeah, man. But but like you know, my body was swaying. Yeah, which was like holy shit. Like it's tricking me. Like yeah. I know that these yeah. are lenses yeah. too. Mm. Yeah. And that was like what first gen. Like, yeah, we've been it was. working on that.
1: That was two. How, year, how that, was, that was that was almost two years. That was like a year and a half ago that we saw that. Yeah, man.
2: So there must be the one. Really cool the one I now. saw
1: because I went to the same show, Digital Nations, last year, and the one I saw was slightly better, mm-hmm. like slightly clearer. Um, but they had, like, Media Design School, I think, had made a bunch of, like, Media Design School students had made a bunch of indie games. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, they weren't spectacular. But just the fact that they were, like, virtual reality made them incredible.
2: Okay. You know? Right.
1: Like, there was, the, the one I played was, like, you were two majors and you're shooting fireballs at each other. And that was it. And the environments wasn't amazing. It was, like, very blocky and stuff. Mm. But I still stood there looking around it stuff right. just because it was like this is like I'm sure. actually there you know? I mean one of the first things
0: that implemented for um for for that VR thing was, was uh, Minecraft right yeah so it doesn't really matter what the visuals are yeah, yeah, all, yeah. All, all, it's more about the immersion it is yeah it's, it's neat feeling like you're in that blocky universe yeah. it, Um. so in closing <laughs> um so what, yeah, what boo, was it, which which Consoles <laughs> suck. hardware Ar- blows. Yeah, we were talking and, about, uh, yeah, PC like. for life. No, they're, they're fine. I think um, they're fine
1: for what they do.
2: Yeah, I, do, I think uh, they are underpowered,
1: right? Yeah, and they'll... they'll if not, if if, 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 the thing is, even if they're not underpowered now, mm-hmm. if their lifespan lasts longer than this generation, they would definitely be super underpowered by the end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't spoil it with the 360 and stuff.
0: I mean, how how much power do you need for a game? All the power. Okay. Well, then
2: yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you need need all the power, then they're underpowered. Should should I roll on to the next question? Sure. Right. Um, Do you think microtransactions should be banned from AAA games? So the the examples this guy sent through were, like, apparently Assassin's Creed Unity. Okay. Okay. You, um... So you go out and you buy the base game. Yeah. And then, like you had to purchase there's, skins on yeah, top of that. Well, there's there I think with with
0: Unity, I think the problem was that there were day one microtransactions. People don't like day one microtransactions. Mm-hmm. They feel like when you buy the game, everything that is available for that mm-hmm. game at that point of time at point in time should be yours. They don't uh, to yeah. to make content and then withhold it from the public and then sell it at release mm-hmm. when it really could have like it was clearly ready for release. Um, I can I totally understand why people are getting grumpy about that. That was
1: um, I think that was the same feeling for like day one DLC as well. Yeah. that they had cut a chunk out of the game and said we can sell this right. for more. Yeah. When that's not always. Wait wait. Did do you know this? That's what that. No. <laughs> that's that's what people. That's what a lot of people. Well. Thought. Thought. You know. Mm-hmm. Like they were afraid that that was what had happened, but. Um, I think most of the time it's just like there's enough developers whose time is now freed up that they can make this extra stuff that they'll sell as DLC. Mm.
0: So uh, we we as developers sort of understand the development cycles of these sorts of things. Um, So you feel like they're kind of semi justified, right, Blake? Or am I I I reading you wrong? I
1: think yeah, I think it's I think it's fine to make. DLC like parallel mm-hmm. to the game like if i mean if you're if your studio is, is like polishing it up sure right if you're 90% done and there's a bunch of people doing nothing yep they might as well be making DLC for it sure and i th- i just think it was probably not a good idea to have it come out on the exact same day because it totally looks like they've cut the chunk yes. out of the game yes mm-hmm. i'm i am on the flip side
0: there <laughs> because um, if, if you've got another team working on content, even if, sure, it might not fit into the story arc, um, but to me that's added value that you don't need to necessarily monetize. And uh, if you're looking for like short-term gains, sure, go ahead and, and sell your, your extra mm-hmm. content. Um, but as a long-term customer, I'm going to look at that and go, you really are trying to squeeze every dollar out of me. Okay, um, are you
1: are you saying they should just roll that
0: into the main? No, game? I don't. I don't think they should roll into the main game, but I think it should be like a free content patch that comes right. Like if mm. even if if it's not quite ready for the day the disc is printed, but mm-hmm. it's ready for the day the disc is in the stores. Um, I don't see why you can't just say day one awesome content patch. We love our fans here. Yeah, know.
1: companies do some. Yes, yeah, some do, yeah. and
0: and I feel like a lot of
1: those like customers really appreciate that. Mm. I think um, CD Projekt Red is really good with that. Like, I think they had a massive, when the remastered version of Witcher? Witcher 2 I think came out, I think mm-hmm. there was a huge content patch for the PC people.
2: Okay, uh, what do you reckon? I i am wondering like how much, cause we'd never know, but how much money they actually make mm. on, on their end. Like maybe it's, it looks dirty to us, mm because we, maybe we just see it that way but maybe some people were just jonesing for more Assassin's Creed stuff and they just like holy sure. shit yeah. Alt-
1: I, I love that guy in the first game like yeah, yeah I'll give him three dollars I don't I don't I guess it depends on what kind of microtransaction it is like I mean I'm really on with the ethical microtransactions oh, yeah. Yeah. so if it's just skins I mean it's fine like you don't even have to do that and it has no impact on gameplay mm. yeah. but it's if it's a sweet kick sword then it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Mm. Unless I mean, unless your game is somehow based around that, but then it would be like a free to play game anyway, and not a well paid AAA thing, right? Sure, but
0: then if you're selling a sword on a free to play game, that is not an ethical microtransaction, right? True. Yeah.
1: Unless it's just a that is game. yeah that's true. But yeah yeah, I mean maybe it's it's just a shitty game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Uh, Assassin's Creed, shitty game. I think that's not a... Um, I mean, I've never played... A, I haven't played any oh, Assassin's yes, Creed. Fine. Really? No, I actually haven't, but um, the chatter on the net was that that last Assassin's Creed was... Um, a buggy piece of garbage. Yeah, yeah. Man, that one screenshot really <laughs> threw <laughs> everyone. The headless one? Yeah. That's, a, that's fantastic. <laughs> when I, I saw a thumbnail of that, and I thought, like, what, was this a new, like, Five Nights at Freddy or something? <laughs> and I clicked on it, and it was like, Assassin's Creed? What? <laughs> <laughs> I I wish that
0: if that was one of the DLC options like for three bucks and everyone loses their face that's awesome I want that I'd pay three bucks for that
2: yeah okay next question (laughs) um this is the last one from my buddy Andrew and it's yeah I guess it's an okay question um what do you guys (laughs) what what do you think about game streaming streaming over the internet Ooh. will it work yet or is it too early good question oh like some live stuff yeah uh, so, I remember
0: when I was working uh, back at a certain game publication, mm-hmm. um, uh, I had seen demos of some of the game streaming stuff from a company called Gaikai. Oh, yeah. Who I think was bought out by Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember they had a press release uh, a few months before I left the company. And their big press release was that they had found either a workaround or broken. Some wireless transmission scientific law. Not when I say huh. I don't mean, when I say law, I don't mean like police are gonna come and arrest you. Yeah, Kai Kai. you mean like I mean the like the law of physics. Or yes, something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their big thing was like, so there's this limit that you hit with wireless transmission where there's a, I mean there's only so much broadband right and there's a, on a wavelength. Mm. Um, and uh, once you once there are, like, if you're in a stadium and everyone's on their cell phones, no one's yeah you know, the majority of people are not gonna get any perception um, because there's just they can't fit that many signals mm. um and they had allegedly found some way around it and i thought that was super interesting and i tried to find that article again i
1: couldn't find it i
0: think it might have been bogus oh
1: man yeah because <laughs> so um, that's is, like that's that would be a bit of a revolution it would like, be a in general be not very for, very important yeah for, for, like, like I would love to go transition. to like big and... day out and be able to text my friend. That's, right. Like, <laughs> um,
0: so, uh, also there's, there's still latency issues with streaming. Mm. Yeah, right? man. Until until there's a, I mean, you you either have to have servers everywhere, or you need like you need transmission to just be very like you need either like. Straight cables everywhere, or wireless transmitters everywhere. Oh man, that's like a—it's just going to be a huge infrastructure problem. Um, It's like some cyberpunk future with
1: just like cables, like everywhere. Yeah, like cables strung up from poles, yeah, giving us power. Fat fat pipes just going into buildings. Yeah, imagine that—that'd be (laughs) weird. Is um, <laughs> yeah. is Steam doing anything? Um, like Steam this? oh Steam has uh, I I don't think they have like they... proper over like over internet streaming but mm-hmm. they have over network streaming so yeah. if you have two computers with like Steam on you can stream from one to the other yeah I tried using it a few days ago uh, and the house I'm
0: living in has terrible Wi-Fi and I'm at the furthest point in the house from the wireless router mm-hmm. and it did not work but, uh, that
2: is like a router issue right. It's not a, I
0: think it was... Well, so, the, the other side of this is, like, the, the computer I was streaming it from was in my room. And I'm in the same... I'm, like, five feet from the computer I'm trying to stream it from. Yep. And it's doing it terribly. Where's the router? The router is, like, 25 or 30 feet mm. away. So... Feet! Um,
2: that's 10 meters, <laughs> okay. basically. Gotcha, Yeah.
0: 8 to 10 meters. <laughs> 10 um, millimeters. Global audience, guys. <laughs> um... Uh, and it, so I I think, and also my computer has a wireless transmitter on it. So if I, there's probably a way I could have just beamed it straight to my surface, but I didn't do that, mm. and just didn't work. It was just laggy and unresponsive. Mm. Also, it was a weird thing. I thought it would be like possible to have the hardware streaming the game while someone was using that computer. Oh, but that's not the case. It, it basically yeah. takes over the whole computer. So you oh. have it running on two computers. And so I was, like, um, I, I was able to, like, alt-tab out whatever the person on the computer was doing. <laughs> I was able to just mess with their experience. Oh, man. Um.
2: The PlayStation had a thing where, um, like, you could... This was after they brought Gaikai and everything. And sure. they released it in, like, uh, one of the latest patches. And, like, you're meant to be able to say, like, Nick, you're playing your PlayStation. hmm then I'm on, I'm on my PlayStation. You're playing say Far Cry or something. Sure. And I'm, I, I can, like, with, through this feature, like, watch you play Far Cry uh-huh. on, on your thing. So I guess that's just streaming video. Mm-hmm. But it also gives you the option where, if you are stuck at a certain level, I could be like, dude, no, give me control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and apparently, like, with through the service, I could like control your character get you through this like handy back controller virtually is that the um
1: virtual couch
2: yeah i forget what it's called it's like something sharing like screen sharing or something along those lines but so i've been trying to use that Hmm. playing playstation with my buddy but it's just not like so this whole streaming video streaming video games it's not gonna happen in New Zealand anytime soon (laughs) Oh yeah, you know because they they have the service on that service on Playstation but it just doesn't work like maybe it works is
0: it just a latency issue like it's just a huge delay between your action and and what you're seeing on the screen
2: yeah so I think like you just bring up the option Mm -hmm. you go to share your screen and it will just check what the bandwidth is between two two people two users and then like determine whether or not you're good
0: to go. Oh, it just wouldn't let you do it at Yeah, all. and it was just like, oh. sorry, dude. Oh, life. that's, it's, that's it's even worse. Slow, right? <laughs> it's like, you're not even allowed to try. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. so. Yeah, maybe it is too early. So, Andrew, no. No, we're not
2: going to be able to stream games anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> at
0: least a, not in New it, Zealand.
2: It's a good dream, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know. And actually, um, did you guys go to the New Zealand GDC thing um, earlier this? Yes, no, I did. It, was it, late last year? Last year, year yeah. So, think St. John it sounds like he's working on something, right? Oh, Isn't that what he teased? Damn it, I can't even
1: remember. He that he, he said he had some crazy stuff. Like, I'll, I don't know. Yeah, he, he's don't... working on something crazy from what he was saying. Yeah, yeah the... from,
2: from what I got, it was like, you know, Gaikai and um, bloody On Live, they're, they're just streaming like shitty compressed images. Like, yeah. however many frames a second with input. And he's like... I'm gonna work it like from this angle. Uh, that, yeah, he, that's he, right. He was quite tight-lipped about it.
0: For those that don't know, Alex St. John is one of the uh, creators of the Xbox. Um, he got DirectX and DirectX at yeah. Microsoft.
2: Yeah,
1: you were that, which is what
0: the Xbox is based off of.
2: Oh
1: yes,
0: yeah. mm, the name Direct Xbox. Yeah, I
1: I actually. Is it bad that I only found that out, like, a few months ago? Yes, it is bad. <laughs> <laughs> <Coincidentally, Xbox>
0: is... <laughs> Alexine, John,
2: Tottenham. Because he actually did, like, the opening talk at the uh, year before's NZGDC. <laughs> were you there?
1: Um, for which, for when? It so was, year like,
2: 2013. He had the opening talk where he was like, hey, man... I'm Alex St. John. Yes, I, yeah, I I've moved that. to New Zealand. Did yeah. <laughs> yeah. he like,
0: say it like that? Hey, man, <laughs> I'm Alex St. John. What up? <laughs> Pretty much on
2: Xbox.
1: He, um, I remember he had a backpack, and he's like, "I literally just moved," and he pointed at his backpack. Oh yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't there. He's did he? He said he was setting up a studio in like Cambridge, right? New I, I, I've heard, like, that's where he's based. Yeah, it's a good place. I, I could, yeah, okay. That's where my parents used to live, yeah. Used to live? Yeah, they moved. Okay. But, yeah, it's like, it, it's not the pl- the kind of place for, like, high-tech stuff.
2: Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah.
1: <laughs> been cornfields. Yeah, it's like <laughs> l- lots of little old ladies walking around, like, it, it's, it's like a piece of, like, idyllic England put in the middle of New Zealand.
2: Have you been there, Nick? No. All right, um, let's Cambridge, let's... I know, is in Massachusetts. Oh. Do you have um, oh, questions from the forums? Yep, I do.
0: Forum questions time. There are some good ones. There are also a whole bunch we can't answer, for reasons. Um,
1: let's see. This is from. Uh, what is that username? Help me with usernames. Nate two K
0: four N A I T two K four forum user Nate two K four. Uh, so your question was, do you consider Dear Esther to be a game, and why?
2: Yes. Yes, I do. Great. Moving uh, on. <laughs> Dude, it's That's like good. an interactive... like It's interactive. It's... <laughs> I wouldn't consider it a game like Pac-Man. It's not... Or Super Mario. I,
1: I think it's not a game in the tr- traditional sense. Right? Oh, yeah. It is. It is like... An interactive media thing yep but you know, it runs in a game engine it it acts like a game
2: it does quack like a duck
1: it does, yeah <laughs>
2: so
0: uh, I have two stories about. well so first of all I've been reading a lot of books about what a game is because yeah. there's all these like um, studies and like all these university people doing stuff like what makes a game and and you know one of the one of the main things is like it's it's uh it involves choice you have to be able to choose make choices and you mm-hmm. have to be able to interact with it in some capacity And yeah. choices
1: like how like because you could you can totally say you know, you can walk many places in mm-hmm. the rest it, so you could say i could i choose to go down the beach sure that's a choice or i choose to go this yeah. way uh-huh. but ultimately you do, and it is like a authored experience. Yeah.
0: I think another one of the components of, of a game is that there is um, an outcome, usually.
1: Like you is, guys, is you win or you lose. Yeah, is is it, does it have to have a, like a fail state? Uh, I,
0: a lot of the definitions I have seen do involve some sort of fail state, yeah. Because I'm pretty
1: sure there's no way that you fail so, the arrestor. Mm. You just finish it.
0: So then there's this argument that it's technically a toy, then? It's something you play with, but yeah. it isn't a game.
1: I mean, right? it's... it's. People have called Minecraft a toy. Sure. You know. Yeah, but all, on the other hand, you can die in that. But that does have a lot more game mechanics than mm. mm-hmm. Um I think it's a lack of definition of what Esther is. Mm. I mean, I, do you know what you know what I mean? I do.
0: Oh. I also i also made the mistake so that came out on on valentine's day i think 2011 uh in the u.s okay and i got it from my girlfriend at the time thinking oh dear esther it's a it's valentine's day it's a show right. like this yeah. this is a nice little love letter to my girlfriend um and then I didn't realise it's the most depressing experience yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, Why did you get this? was Like I thought it would be good. <laughs> um I don't think she allowed it thought it was a game. She thought it was uh, like some comment on our relationship.
1: <laughs> oh right. Um I mean it is fun. Like saying I like saying it's not a game is not a negative I don't think.
2: Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interactive experience. But I, I
1: have heard people like there was a lot of talk exactly like this, on the internet when it came out, and I think a lot of people seemed angry that it wasn't a that it wasn't a game. Okay. It had no shotgun. Yeah. right. You know. I'm gonna say it's a game. Yeah. I'm okay. gonna
2: say if you go to Steam and click games, <laughs> <laughs> and search for Darius, that it will
0: be in there. So, that's one point for game, one point for not a game, and one point for possible ruiner of relationships. Well, didn't ruin it, but probably didn't help. (laughs) help. (laughs) Um, Alright, next question. How do you work your phone? I'm just going to throw it at the ground unless you fix this right now.
2: We can always cut out the dead air. No,
0: no, we're going to listen. Enjoy this dead air. Enjoy this moment of silence that I'm talking Um. over. Okay, user, um, who, am I, who am I looking at here?
1: Um, actually, let me look at those questions. Okay. They might all be unable to answer. Yeah, no, Blake! You should
2: have been a little more prepared. No, maybe I should have.
0: So either you're hearing this. Wait, right actually, didn't
2: you want to say something about Kickstarter?
0: Uh, we'll save that for another time, because right, really, I, that could be a long talk. I have a lot of thoughts about Kickstarter.
2: We're thirty minutes in. We've got plenty of time. We can talk Fine. about. Fine, let's talk about Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Um, what do you guys think about Kickstarter? <laughs> uh, I think it's great. Okay. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, man. Like, Sweet. Good talk. No, it's the whole, um, like, put put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Where, yeah, uh, it's that approach. I think people can abuse it. Mm. sure. But, like, people can abuse other as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, so, everything. <laughs> so, Kickstarter. Uh,
0: we got, a, as GGG, uh, I think we sold beta access on Kickstarter, correct?
2: no no no, <laughs> no, no they, we, we, we had ran our own.
0: own yeah oh never
2: mind then i thought there was a
1: kickstarter at some point no maybe well, i mean somebody probably called it to, like a kickstarter but it wasn't on we had the supporter thing with the kiwis yeah and um, that was done all through the path of excel
2: website yeah. Ooh, cool
1: i yeah. mean that is basically you know kickstarter
2: but what would you like to talk about well
0: today? so uh i i think crowdfunding is an interesting um avenue for getting funding for a game but i I think I've seen a lot, too many, too many instances of it just, like, involving massive disappointment at the end. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, And I've also seen a lot of instances of it failing to get money to worthy projects. Mm. Um, A friend of mine was working on a game called uh, Americana Dream? Something like that. Um, And it was, it's like a, a... 16-bit old-school uh, sprite-based uh, RPG like Final Fantasy style mm-hmm. visual style um, but it takes place in like, 1700s uh, America the founding of, of the United States um, the like Revolutionary War or whatever it was called
1: it's um, good setting
0: it's, and, it's, and it looks really cool and it had like clever dialogue and interesting mechanics and they were asking for like uh, Eighty thousand dollars, and they got twenty thousand, so the game just didn't get funded. Um, meanwhile, long ago, I worked for a guy who uh, was doing a project with another big game company, and it was a soundtrack thing. and uh, And the project was not good, and I didn't like working with the guy. And the guy, and it, it failed pretty miserably, mostly due to his poor management and bad scoping, and all these. All these major, major issues with this project. He did a Kickstarter a couple of years ago for uh, a cell phone-based, like, old-school-ish looking tactical RPG thing. And um, they got, like, a million bucks. Wow. Yeah. Is th- And then a video game, a video of that game came out about month ago or like a demo oh okay and it looks atrocious and everybody on there is like i can't believe we put all this money towards that and um i mean i i could have told them how terrible it would be but there's this because kickstarter is like a focus of hype Mm. if if you can build hype around your project regardless of what the outcome of that project will be you can get funding that you're not really worthy of
2: it is definitely a popularity contest yeah, man, I, and I think everyone going into Kickstarter would like that hype. So, like, you're you've you also also catering to, like, a specific audience sure. here as well. Like, maybe, maybe your buddy's pitch just wasn't that great.
0: Uh, well, it's just not, it wasn't very notorious. Um, the, this other guy had a big name on yeah. the project. But a big name is no guarantee of quality or success. Um, and in this case, quality is, is mm-hmm. not, like, it just doesn't look good. Hmm um and and uh, the big problem with uh, with a site like or with crowdfunding in general where you're buying the product so far in advance of the product being completed is that there's no guarantee that you're gonna get what you paid for right
2: yeah but i I have that same thing when i go out and buy like a tennis racket like it sure it's advertised as a tennis racket but it's garbage but also, in, also like, there like, you i mean usually in
1: in that kind of case you can't take it back to this one say this tennis right garbage yeah yeah good, if, good i mean you can't do that on kickstarter you're just like here's your garbage <laughs> yeah <laughs> enjoy
0: enjoy your garbage yeah. well you don't like the garbage too bad you're stuck with it
2: <laughs> yeah i think that's a huge floor on kickstarter yeah man. and one of the major like big conversations last year was when oculus sold right yeah and um guessing a lot of people were steaming after that the whole buyout, like asking yeah. for a lot for money to invest in like the headset, yeah and then, and then brought bought out. out yeah,
1: but the thing is, would they have been bought out if they hadn't had that money from Kickstarter backers
2: mm. well, they got a lot of exposure from Kickstarter yeah they,
1: they certainly did,
2: yeah, see but it' also
1: that just because they have such a good product,
2: I think
0: there just needs to be a better system in place. For situations where uh, the end product isn't what was promised, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that you should be you should be forced to be much further through a project before you can make your Kickstarter. Yeah, like you need yeah. to have some proof that you're not just
1: lying. I mean, especially for video, <laughs> you know, especially for video games, because yeah, I mean, if somebody. Decides to make a Kickstarter for a video game, and they've never made a game before. They're gonna way underestimate how much it's gonna cost to make a right. video game, and how difficult it is. Yeah. Um, but if you see a Kickstarter where somebody's like, "We've actually already got a demo," Yep. You know, then you're kind of like, "Yeah, this is this looks good. I'm gonna pay the money to like yeah. make this an actual, fully fully fleshed out thing." Yeah, and, and Kickstarter,
0: try as a company, does the best they can to, you know, ensure yeah. that the projects are real, et cetera, et cetera. But they can only do so much. Um, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't use Kickstarter. <laughs> no, no, but no, like, no, no, no. You, do, you do also...
1: <laughs> like, I think you can, to some extent, see the charlatans. Like someone who's just got a video of themselves saying, I'm going to make this awesome game and here's all these crazy things, open world, yep. you can do anything you want. Well I'll uh, give me money and I'll make it mm-hmm. and they show no you know, no steps at all towards that. Yeah, then they're probably just gonna take your money.
2: Yeah man. fucking oh, <laughs> that kind of thing happens everywhere. Yeah. Like with um people just misusing tools. Like it it reminds me of you know, there was um Kim dot com and this mega upload thing. Doesn't yeah. it remind you of that? Like you have a service and people just misuse it? and then oh, yeah. You know, somehow... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, Kickstarter needs a, a way to fat-check and check that quality. Yeah. Through brokers. Well, but, like, I, the I, idea I, of Kickstarter,
1: like, I think is really yeah, cool. The, the idea is great. It's just how do you police... I mean, how can you police the scammers, you know? It's know? On the other hand, there's,
0: it's not really a new problem, pre-orders have the same problem. When you are encouraged, oh, yeah. you see you yeah, Steam, I, you're encouraged to pre-order all these games yeah. and you get bonuses for pre-ordering yeah. and so you, you pre-purchase these games and then they turn out to not be good mm. and you have a bonus for a game you don't get Yeah, about.
1: That, that's true. I mean, that's why I think a lot of people don't pre-order games anymore. But like, then
0: they, a lot of those people will kickstart or something, yeah. which to me is even worse. It's or It, just, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Have you, um, just aside to that, have, did you hear, do you remember when Duke Nukem Forever finally came out? Yeah. Did you hear that story of the guy who had his pre-order of Duke Nukem Forever from, like, 1995 yeah, or whatever? Yeah, and I actually was, managed to, like, yeah, use it? Yeah, it? it. I saw the
0: it receipt, it's really funny. That turned out really well, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Uh, everyone loved that game.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Duke, What happened? Like, did you prepare any of your own questions? Did you? I, I don't
1: have any of my own questions.
0: Okay. We've got a whole forum full of them. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, such as, Blake is looking.
1: I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, okay. I like. I quite like this one by. Do you want me to read the name? Yeah. You, okay. you. I'm. I'm
0: not good with. It. Maybe he's blind. Is there a look at the phone. Uh, Rykas. R Y K A S. Is that who you were looking at? Yep. Okay. And he, uh, I'll, I'll just like. And you would like to know how we got started, what made us get into our fields, and what a day to day breakdown uh, is like. Are there any office rituals or quirks? Yeah, is that
2: guy like putting his question to Grinding Gear Games or us podcast? Um, or are we, yes. Just we both? Yes, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, yes we've already
1: all. we've already sort of said how we got into games. Oh yeah. But I do like the office rituals stuff. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You mean the murder? Never, no, nothing, nothing. You'll cut that out, right? You'll cut out the the the, the, the daily
1: blood. I'll do some heavy editing. We do go through later. a lot of interns. By the way, if
0: you want to intern, <laughs> it
1: <don't know>. supply <laughs> um, your own knife. What, what daily rituals do you have? Um, daily, I I'm not too sure on daily, but I mean we have curry. Oh yeah. Oh Friday. The, the weekly curry, yeah. Yeah, that's become like a bit of a, a bit of a pilgrimage to. The curry,
0: curry house. place. Yeah, the curry yeah. house. <laughs> so that's it. One. <laughs> <laughs> One the other. No, and that's all we. Do. Um, a couple hours later, uh, a Mr. Whippy truck.
1: Oh, comes Oh, yeah. By. Mr. Whippy that's, comes by. He's a uh, yeah, an
0: ice cream truck comes by. Well, I love the Mr. Whippy truck, but the guy who that is the creepiest looking ice cream truck I've ever seen. Like when really? I,
1: That's one of the nicest ice cream i oh. ever <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Well, I have nice fond memories of Brightly, bright colors and well-painted. You know, like well the cardboard painted. in the windows? And, like, yeah. <laughs>
1: this is, like, kind of gray. And, yeah. And all the pictures are sort of... Is that your childhood memories, though? Is that rose tinted glasses and maybe that they were always just... It could be. Shit.
0: It could just... I don't know. Uh... Because I, I think just New Zealand ice cream trucks might be creepy as hell. I
1: think like if you look, I, I think the worst thing you can do is look inside that ice cream <laughs> oh, truck. I
0: know. <laughs> That's and luckily children can't see that <laughs> yeah. guy. But when you look inside an ice cream truck and, it just <laughs> <there> <laughs> and <laughs> it's just there and steel, yeah, and... it's not the candy um, land you
1: think. It's yeah, be like you, you could clear, you could have like you could
0: clearly clinically murder someone in there, and there's a freezer oh, yeah. right there, yeah. and you could, all the surfaces gonna be wiped down. That's all I'm thinking when I. Look at the ice cream truck, but I think my murder's a lot. So, so if you've got your own murder, write it now. Um, <laughs> well, but what other
2: rituals? Did Did you have a whole bunch? Um, you've got the coffee thing going on.
1: Huh? Oh yeah, me and one of the animators, um, Pete, have been ordering coffee from uh, various sources. Mm-hmm. Have you tried the coffee that comes from monkey poop? No, that's way too expensive, man. Too rich for my blood. <laughs> Can't, I can't. afford poop. What are you talking about? A
0: friend about? of mine got some. From, yeah, seriously.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. How how was it? said so it was good. I didn't want to try it.
0: Were you afraid it would taste like shit? Uh not so. I just don't want something that
2: was shit. <laughs> I don't know, I've never heard about this. I've heard about the cat poop one. No, that that basically cat is like a
1: civet. Civet is a type of yeah, sort a, of a, catish creature. I thought it was a. Maybe I'm. Oh, is it the same thing? We yeah, probably. Okay. Probably,
0: yeah. It's from I think they got. I it from don't know Bali. the thing.
1: The thing I want to know is like, how did they discover that that coffee tasted good? The story my friends told me,
0: which I'm ninety nine percent sure is not true, <laughs> is um, the guy uh, his neighbor kept coming over asking to have some coffee. And he started serving him coffee that came from poop, oh, as a means of discouraging him. And instead, this guy was like, "This is the best coffee I've wow. ever I had. Where are you getting this? Give me some that coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll have the poop coffee, please." Uh, let's have another forum user question. Did you, well, hang on. Did you guys work at? Um, what did you guys work on before coming to GGG? Did you guys work on
2: anything? Oh, um, actually, you've got you got quite a prolific uh, <laughs> modeling career. Well, before. Modeling, yeah, yeah, I do. I was... You were in
1: Victoria's well, Secret. Yeah, before I got into <laughs> video games, I was a modeler. For, um, no, I worked on a couple iOS games um, for a New Zealand company. And there was like... Name them. There Name was, them now. <laughs> the games? All yeah, right. everyone will play them oh, man. Man. and you'll feel okay, embarrassed. There was... Uh, the main game was a game called Hope's Quest. And that was a based, it was actually based on a PS1 game that I can't remember the name of. But it was um, these cubes, this, these like rows of cubes would roll towards you. Mm-hmm. And you had to basically kind of like drop bombs to eliminate the cubes. Okay. And, um, did it, you model the cubes? Yeah, I did. It's um, really hard.
2: <laughs> he was like the entire like, I was, assets department. Oh yeah, I was the art department. <laughs> oh wow. I
1: did, I did the... Texturing, modeling, animation, sound. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Like sound? Mm-hmm. Sound. Were they all just you going. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a cube.
1: I'm a cube. Hope's voice. Hope was a female. The main oh, female was it you? That was a pretty tough voice.
0: I'm <laughs> 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 out for these cubes. We
1: didn't have Mr. Hanky because uh, it was poo in our game. Oh, Shit, <laughs> sure that would have been yeah, that, that game did reasonably well. Um, yeah, and I've, I've spoken to the guy um, who I used to work with, who the company is called Rush Digital, and they're doing some crazy stuff at the moment with mm. like streaming across continents. Cool. They set up a tennis game mm. um, with one team in New Zealand and one team in Australia, and they had webcams, and they... Made some crazy like uh, tennis ball firing thing to fire it in the exact direction that the person is hitting Jeez. the tennis ball, because uh, they hit like a uh, some sort of board on yeah. their end, and, and the computer the yeah and, and the, the computer knows where that is and then fires the, the cannon. It which is pretty crazy. And they did a they did a tug of war too, where I mean that seems like it would be slightly easier where you're just like yeah it gives them the force yeah it's whatever. just registering force and that.
0: how would that work with the
1: delay though. I don't know. Huh. Apparently, it was quite good. Sounds like a, a tough experience yeah, to move yeah. into the home. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. It was a um, you know just some advertisement sure. type thing for okay. off or something. Um, but um, yeah, so I, 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 worked, I worked for them and I made Hopes Quest. I made a game called S- Swipe Slam. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. Was that an MDS or? No, no, that was not an MDS. That was, that was the first, actually that was the first proper game I ever actually made and that was on the App Store. Um, I think it's safe to say it wasn't particularly a good game. Okay. Um, it's it, it, got an awesome it, name. it suffered a little bit um, from feature creep. Mm. You know what I mean? Where we, we started off with a pretty solid idea and then as we progressed through development we are like, oh, what if we add this? What if we add this? Oh, how about we do this? And then suddenly it just blew out to like you're not games. even making the same. It was, yeah, we, in the end, it, it, it was vaguely the same game. It was just like too many cooks kind of thing. Okay. Um, and we made uh, Get Kicking, which was a game where you kick a rugby ball through a goalpost, mm-hmm. and you just use your swipe motion on the phone to do that. And nice. It was. It was quite. That was quite good. I like that game. Um, that's yeah. That's all the games I made there. But they also made. Um, Drift Legends.
2: Never heard of it. So, um, that, sounds like a That, car was, game. that
1: was in, yeah. It's a, it's a car game where you drift or a wrecked boat game. You're a drift. Yeah. <laughs> just drift. A <laughs> drift <of> legend. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was yeah. That that game was in partnership with Car Magazine, I think. A performance game. Yeah, something like that. Um, cool. And it did it did really well, but mainly because they had that magazine's advertisement behind them yeah um yeah so that's my sort of and that's, cool. that's yeah.
2: quite like a wide like like art styles so yeah it's a lot of broad, yeah, yeah. broad player types there yeah it was it was a good experience
1: mm-hmm. it was fun yeah and then you quit in anger and joined gene gene uh, yeah kind of <laughs> I worked at a call center for a little while. Ooh. Well, in
2: between the Did two? You?
1: Yeah, because yeah, I, I went like six months unemployed between oh, there shit. and uh, Grindy Gears. Yeah. Um, and that's when I worked at a call center. Mm.
2: I worked at a call center. That's rough. Yeah. I was lucky enough to... Um, you just stepped out of media design school straight
1: into Grindy Gears.
2: Yeah. Well, my, my thing was like I studied in that for a bit, wanted to do more 3D, went to MDS, studied 3D animation...
1: MDS
0: is Media Design School. Yeah, for those
2: Base, based in Auckland, New Zealand. And um, yeah, after the course finished, I was like, right, I've got like <laughs> four months till game, the game development course starts up. Oh yeah. Then I go back home to Wellington, hang out at my parents' place for a, for a bit and get an email from Eric saying, hey man, we saw your reel. Man. Would you like to do this art test? Yeah. I spent like a day on that. And after that it was like, oh, would you like to come up for an interview? And, oh, wow. Yeah, I just came up What was your week. art
1: test? Was it the same as I had?
2: No. Um, at that time, I think we were looking for people that could retopologize, like high oh, poly right. characters. Yeah, because that's Which, like... I, always,
1: I look over what you're doing, and that's like 90% of the time is yeah. retopologizing stuff. So, um,
0: for people yeah. who don't know what retopologizing high poly characters, is, it means you're just making them lower poly, right?
2: Yeah, well... Trying to maintain the shape? Yeah, you want to like keep this silhouette and... Mm-hmm. Try to carry across all the detail you can. Mm-hmm. Typically, it's like a, you you'd make a high poly model first, and then, because, the resolution of that character is so high, it'd be like you wouldn't be able to get it into the game. You'd have sure. to bake those textures down and, uh, you know, bake the normal map onto this character and use that model in the game. So
0: you, you'd basically. Put a lot of the detail from the polygons into the texture of the character.
2: Yeah, from from the high model. Yeah, from the high poly model to the low. Great, and yeah, so it was that, and I also like made a couple assets. Like that was the art test. Came out, met the team, and yeah, I oh, started awesome. work like uh, a couple weeks later.
0: How long School. ago was that? Jeez. like how Late. how how many years
2: before the launch of the game? Um, it was around uh, November two thousand and eight whoa yes. holy crap a long time ago um i think two three years uh, uh, i um, i i forget when would we actually went into open beta um, um, open
1: beta would have been 2012. you guys were in open beta when i showed up i think yeah i think so like i think i got in like towards the end of
2: no i, I hey, it's all foggy to me no? yeah no i was
1: i got towards the end of closed beta
2: yeah okay but that was really exciting like yeah. you know um Really early on, it was just like we were working, but there was really nothing to show for it because it, like, all the yeah. back end had to come together. Mm. Like, Act one wasn't even like, oh, wow. done to...
0: What was the first thing you worked on?
2: Uh, probably uh, the art test. So it was like a statue like for the uh, forest. Wait, it. is that
1: in the game? I think so. It's, <laughs> like, a, it's like
2: a statue. She's kind of covered in moss.
0: Okay. So, so when you're playing Path of Exile, keep an eye out for a moss-covered statue. Actually,
2: I, I worked a lot on um, Act 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> that, those mm-hmm. were kind of my acts. And now it's more of a, you, um, you did Act
1: 1 Town. Yep, Act, right. 2, Act half 2? of Act
2: 2 Town as well. Oh, all yeah. of Act 3 Town. Yeah. Um, quite, quite a lot of the assets. All the characters.
1: I always liked Act 1 Town a lot. Yeah. I, I think I, it's actually my favourite town. I like it because of the lighting. Yeah, the, that's, that's why yeah um but
2: man like all the towns like changed a whole bunch oh, like, yeah. whilst making it it was almost like you get a piece of concept that work on it and that's just like 20 uh 50 yeah. iterations later like we have what we have now yeah um what did aquan town look like when you first started yeah you... really bad Flat um plain yeah man like Back then, it was sort of like five texture maps. You had, oh, like wow. a, you know, a couple, <laughs> a couple like cliff textures, a couple ground textures, oh, and like, you know, that repeating brick like throughout oh, the, yeah. the middle of Act, well, the base of Act One town. Yeah, and then yeah, we had things like the boats turned upside down, Nessa oh, yeah. and everyone. Um, that, that guy at the gate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you do the dead baby?
2: No, actually, I think Eric did that. Yeah, I've heard of that. (laughs) That, That's been removed, right?
0: No. Well, I don't think so.
1: You can still find it on the beaches. Can you? I know it's in the files. (laughs) Yeah, I've definitely seen the doodad. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen (laughs) it. Wow. I thought it was still around. I thought it was just rare. Maybe not. Maybe it's an Easter egg.
0: Mm.
1: What a nice Easter, Easter egg. Easter fetus. Yeah. What was the first thing you worked on,
0: Nick? Uh, <laughs> uh, invasion monsters <laughs> okay. the much maligned invasion monsters oh. in fact I think one of the earliest ones I did was Shivershell who is notorious for blowing up entire parties nice um, he's this <laughs> he's this crab that would uh, basically use frost wall and keep you yep. close to him um, while he was in crab form and then when you got him into sand spirit form uh, when he got into low life of sand spirit form uh, he would blow up all of the sand he'd been spawning the entire fight. Oh, damn. Um, all of them at once. Yeah. And he would he would spawn them based on wow. damage taken. So um, He would low blow birds. up parties. Why did you do that? Why would you um, do that to play this? I thought it would be funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was. It was really funny.
1: <laughs> did um, How much rage did you get for that? Um, I think
0: I think I lucked out on that one because a lot of the players found the deaths funnier than oh, that's good. Uh, Raging more than they were rage inducing. Like you'd see videos of people who die and go, <gasps> "What?" Yeah.
1: Oh, and I was like, oh, "Yes." Um, how about you? What was the first thing you? Worked on? Um, first thing I worked on. Well, my my artist didn't make it into the game.
2: Oh dude, that was
1: epic. And actually, <laughs> like after seeing Blake's art test, it was like,
2: We have to hire this guy. Like he has submitted like the coolest thing. You know, you made the, the tower bottom, right? Yeah, yeah. Like
1: that bottom. that was um Separate of God, I guess, right? Basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's to it's like a million times different in the game than how I modelled it. But then there wasn't even that in the game anyway, so Yeah meant it. To-
2: you killed it like um the the other guys man they they barely modeled like what you did and after hearing like that you've made the entire tower
1: yeah <laughs> like, All I, shit, man. yeah i made like the the whole like top of the tower and like the actual like where dominus fights mm-hmm. i because um i was just given the like the concept art mm-hmm. of uh like as like you know the the the, the act three map yes um I had been given a zoomed in portion on the tower sure, and said, great. "Make that." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And so I just ended up modeling this whole thing and like done the sort of top bit where Dominus fights. Um, oh, that's awesome. I mean, it was completely not like how it looked in the game at mm-hmm. all. Um, and then I got some feedback from Eric, and he was like, "Oh, I just focus on the door." So I like I deleted like half. The list. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I don't know. I think I think that that was only like half a day. I mean, it wasn't. Ex- extreme detail or anything but sure. it was time sure yeah
0: but it's time well spent
1: yeah yeah because you got a job yeah that's good but um the first thing I worked on was some carts for act three mm-hmm. um, do you remember those I, I think so they're I, in the marketplace right? yeah they're, they're around the warehouse area mainly um, but I was given these like nice carts that another artist had like built and told to smash them up nice (laughs) I was like sweet I can do this (laughs) probably less fun to do with a
0: computer than it is with a hammer oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, still sounds fun Um,
1: yeah it was good but it was I mean there was the learning curve of you know going to a new studio because uh, previously working with such in iPhone games with such low poly counts I was not used to um, like there were more poly count more polygons in like a couple of tiles than in the entire mm-hmm. games that mm-hmm. I'd, I'd made so I kind of had to like get used to it's okay to add add things you know mm-hmm. adding adding extra detail is good um, yeah so that was just like a learning curve type of thing awesome yeah.
0: well we're pretty much out of time at this point so yeah we've got a whole bunch of uh, forum questions that are gonna have to wait until episode two question mark um if you liked this podcast uh let us know if you didn't keep your mouth shut no Uh, give us all your feedback on the forums we're happy to hear uh what you think of this uh and hopefully we'll have a weekly-ish podcast for you guys to listen to and feel free to ask more questions uh thanks for listening guys and thanks for being here catch you later